Welcome back to Left Anchor. I'm Alexi the Greek. And I'm Ryan Cooper. A uh, little tired, but we're coming back. We're back in the posting, the, the pod bunker. Um, that's right. That's right. We will not be defeated. Not by head cold, not by newborn baby uh, obstacles, uh, you know, standard issue. You may hear a crank baby in the background on occasion, but... Um, and it won't be me. It'll be Ryan's child. Yeah. <laughs> We're pretty sure, at least. there's uh, there, there there could be other babies and, you know... You never know. Maybe ghosts or something. Um, but anyway, yeah, so... We're we're talking some news today. Um, I thought we'd start off the start off the discussion with you know Israel and and Gaza. You know that's been the kind of biggest topic of conversation for months now. Um, And I think the the big news is that um, you know South Africa has has launched this um, lawsuit. I guess you'd call it in the. Uh, international court of justice am i getting that right yeah that's right and you know basically accusing them of genocide and uh the the court ruled um basically in favor they did not explicitly call for a ceasefire but you know i think that's like a more technical reasons than anything else but they did say that you know that the case was plausible and you know, frankly, it's not hard to see why. Uh, right? Yeah, we're all we're all seeing it, and you know, live basically. And there's actually early on, I thought it would be. A, I mean, th- there Israel is assassinating so many journalists that I thought it would be a problem to have a lot of uh, you know documentation. And who knows how many things are not being documented for that reason? But there's been plenty. I can't keep up with it, frankly. That that the atrocities are being so well documented by. Uh, you know, people themselves that are suffering and by journalists um, that, yeah, it was, it, it's funny be, before this ruling. And to be clear, this was a preliminary ruling because the request uh, from South Africa at this point, because as we, as we know, like, or as, as you may or may not know, um, genocide hearings take years to prosecute and, and to, to end up um, resolving. Right. Yeah. But uh, it would be kind of silly if there was nothing to be done in the meantime, if there was clearly a genocide underway. And so this is, uh, you know, the initial request from South Africa was basically what you'd think of as an injunction. Basically, while we figure out the substance of the trial, um, you know, stop the genocide that's going on, right? Or and, and we don't have to have a definitive judgment as to whether genocide is happening if it's plausible that that it's happening and there's evidence um, that would make it incumbent upon Israel to basically stop doing the things that make it plausible that they're committing genocide. Uh, that was the second question after the jurisdictional question, and um, the court found that it had jurisdiction. 16 to 1. Uh, Uganda is a special case with a kind of wacko judge, and there's some weird stuff with Uganda and the ICJ. But even the ad hoc judge who was the kind of supreme chief justice of Israel's Supreme Court, who was sent by Netanyahu to be on um, this, this panel of judges, even he agreed with, um, you know, the jurisdictional question and, and several other uh, of South Africa's um, petitions. Um, and the big one is 
don't do the things that count as genocide, right? Which which includes stop killing Palestinians because the other thing they did besides say they have jurisdiction is that Palestinians count as a group under genocide, me- meaning that like they're a group of people, uh, not just in Gaza, but Palestinians as such. And the evidence is plausible that you are trying to eliminate them. And, you know, so all the different subparts of genocide, which is like killing Palestinians, trying to make it impossible for them to uh, reproduce or have conditions of life, um, you know, all the different parts that if you look, there's evidence for all of them basically being uh, met in what Israel has been doing, don't do any of those things. And so like, even if, if the court doesn't say, uh, ceasefire, which many have argued doesn't make sense in this context because it's not uh, a war between States and, um, and, and and Hamas is not a party to this suit at all. It's, it's like Israel stop massacring Palestinians. Ceasefire doesn't really make sense as a term in this context. Right. Yeah. So the things that they say Israel has to stop doing and also anyone that is, responsible for facilitating these things, which includes the U.S. and others, uh, killing Palestinians would be a violation of that. And they, they have to submit uh, a report showing the steps they've taken to, to not do these things and to show uh, that they're not in violation. And since the ruling just days ago, they've killed hundreds, you know, and injured thousands and already. So, yeah, yeah, just just disregarding the real i mean i think you know the the <clears throat> both the response from the government and you know the the plausibility of the case i think is illustrated in that just a couple of days ago um you know the the a, a bunch of israeli ministers held uh, attended this rally that was called resettle gaza yeah like uh, a dozen of them right yeah. yeah and you know of course the the um the big ones are the finance minister uh, Bezalel Smotrich and, uh, the national security minister, Itamar Ben Gvir, um, both, you know, I mean, I think it's fair to call them fascists, uh, and they're open, been saying for the entire conflict, openly genocidal things. And these aren't fringe. I mean, they're fringe parties in the sense that they, uh, did not get that many votes in the last election, but, uh, they hold, you know, these are important ministers, you know, important portfolios, uh, you know, the finance ministry and the national security, uh, uh, ministry. Um, and yeah, they're just reveling in it. They're saying, you know, I mean, this is, this is part of a, a genocide. The, uh, <clears throat> one of the aspects of it to, 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 to kick it, a, a people out of a place and then take it for yourself, resettle it, you know, which I think it's been their, explicit aim you know from the words coming out of their own mouth that any has uh, hedging whatsoever um yeah and that, that we've seen videos of soldiers confirming as they celebrate the death and destruction that they're you know part of uh they, they're they're it's kind of like miraculous how much evidence there is it, because there, there's so little shame on the part of the leaders and the soldiers uh involved that it, it just couldn't be more explicit what's going on. Um, and yet in response, you know, a very well-timed defunding of uh, the biggest and maybe only real humanitarian aid organization um, under, you know, sudden accusations based on evidence that's long since been held 
that uh, like 12 and now it's fewer than that. I think 12 of the workers at at this uh, organization uh, were, you know, celebrating Hamas's attack on October the 7th. And this was the pretext for the U.S. and a number of other countries um, to withdraw the aid, which essentially defunds to a large degree the capacity of this aid organization to do something about the people starving and suffering uh, because of the U.S. bombs. Um, and this was also cynically deployed. The timing of, of it was deployed to basically bump the ICJ's ruling on genocide uh, you know, out of the news and, and have this be, of course, the New York Times and, and, and others uh, took the cue and, and, and bumped that big story. And instead, uh, Hamas is once again the story instead, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, so the, this, I assume you're talking about the, uh, UNRWA, I don't know, Un- yeah, yeah. United Nations <laughs> Relief and Works Agency for Palestine, Palestine refugees in the Near East. Um, right. so and powerful. yeah, so, 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 yeah, uh, tw- 12. I mean, so this is a huge organization in, uh, Gaza because, uh, it, you know, like the fucking, the entire place subsists on aid. It's blockaded. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so just for people to live and yeah. So, so there, there are tens of thousands of people that work for it. And, and Israel has alleged that 12, 12 of them may have been involved in the, I think it's been revised down to like six now. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, like I I would be astonished if there weren't any, you know, and I, I would say this in itself, this again is, is like perpetuating the genocide that like Gaza is in a famine. Now people are starving to death and, and Israel won't let aid through. And this is part of that strategy to choke the, the, the life from the people. Um, with these, you know, I mean, whether they're true or not, like who gives a shit? Like the, like the important thing is like there, people don't have enough to eat. And, you know, if, if, you know, it's so important to you that, that every single member of, of the, uh, aid organization that feeds the population of Gaza is not involved with the government of Gaza. Well, then you have an obligation to replace that capacity and they're doing the opposite. They're, 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 uh, not letting, you know, aid trucks through from other outside organizations or, or making it really, really difficult to get through. And they're shooting, they're shooting civilians as they try to get fed. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, you almost couldn't imagine more ways to be terrible. I honestly, like it's, it's like the imagination is impressive of how to commit atrocities. That's the end of the preview folks. As usual, we like to mention that this podcast is sponsored by the American prospect magazine. So if you want to listen to the whole thing, uh, you could subscribe at $5 a month. If you want that plus a free subscription to the website, uh, plus the opportunity for a steeply discounted print subscription, you can do that if you so wish at $10 a month. And uh, otherwise, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.